0: Is this just because I just called you a bitch? I'm
1: in the mood to hear your shit today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> these, these, these After Dark podcasts are always interesting.
2: I think the last time we did this, we actually had Amy and Ashley on when we did a late recording as well.
0: Uh, that's very well possible.
2: I think that was, I think that was like our last really, I'm sorry. I am trying to be in a good mood, but every time I look up while I'm recording with you guys, all I see is Vin Diesel's very punchable little trollop face. And I just want to hit him every time. But it sounds like The Rock might do it for me.
0: And Johnny.
2: Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Not even begrudgingly until the TV got turned on. I was like,
0: God damn it. Well, you know, let's go ahead and talk about that real quick.
2: Let's just not ever say Yeah, no,
0: it's great, though, because, you know, look, I have been on record as saying that I like the Fast and the Furious movies quite a bit. But I never said that I really like Vin Diesel quite a bit. Because Vin Diesel has his head so far up his rectum at pretty much all times. And it is astounding to me like when he put out the first Uncle Dwayne Instagram post like three years ago or whatever it was right after Fast and Furious 8 and their whole blow up happened I was just like oh this doesn't sound like manipulative bullshit at all (laughs) and when he put out the second one I was just like wow this is the most tone deaf thing I've ever read and it made me so happy that The Rock had basically the same response.
2: But if we can just pause for one second. Greg, I'm lobbing you a meatball here, buddy. Can you not confirm and explain in great detail how much Richard loves Vin Diesel? Oh, he loves him. He has pictures on his wall. It's behind him right now. Can confirm. See the pictures behind his head.
0: (laughs) There is no Vin Diesel behind my head. As a matter of fact, I don't believe there's a single bald man behind my head other than myself.
2: Is that a John Cena one?
0: No.
2: How could you tell?
0: I mean, there's a floating head over that camouflage.
2: We all know your love of Vin Diesel and we've heard it every time we've had to discuss one of these godless, godless films that has been produced and put out into the universe. So it's fine. I don't I don't judge you for that. I don't. I don't think I ever have. I think I've even said I appreciate that you have such a passion and deep rooted emotional attachment to the character of Dom. To the point that you've also gotten my wife involved in trolling me. So I believe that there's evidence to the contrary to your statement that you don't like Vin Diesel that much.
0: I will fully admit that I have definitely gotten your wife involved in trolling. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't really with a whole lot of prompting. She was just like, this makes Johnny really upset. I should do this too.
2: Thanks for having my back, Richard. (laughs) I see which side you chose. Nothing over family, right? Here, let me take that from you. Go to hell.
0: (laughs) Woke up and chose violence today, Johnny.
2: No, you woke up and chose family, 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 (laughs) family. Thanks for that haunting my dreams for six weeks.
0: Oh man.
2: Okay. Yeah. Basically Vin Diesel came out, proved he's a jackass. The rock came out and he's like, dude, check my bank statement. I don't need you anymore. (laughs) Actually, that brings up another interesting fact. I did not realize that Jerry Seinfeld is still the richest actor in Hollywood.
0: Oh, he makes so much money off of Seinfeld, the Seinfeld residuals. residuals. Yeah. yeah. It's um I had no idea. There was a point, and this is obviously going back a few years because Letterman was still around. Yeah. But th- there was a point where um Seinfeld was moving times on its nightly reruns in New York. Mm-hmm. And he went on Letterman to promote that it was moving times because it is such a cash cow for him. <laughs>
2: Good for him, man. You know what? It's, uh, we're, we're going to talk about something else a little bit further on in the podcast. Sorry, Chris Hemsworth's wife is the Brazilian officer, correct? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. She's talking to The Rock right now. I just had to confirm. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's his wife. Um, no, I will talk a little bit more at length about Jerry Seinfeld once we, uh, get to the segment that we're going to cover a little bit later. Um, uh, but you know, um, we just did get through the holidays.
0: I do want to toss this out there real quick. Mm. There is a really great Facebook group. I know that's an oxymoron, but just listen to me for a second. Meta group? No, it's... it's. I went to Facebook.com to get there. I'm too old to change now, Greg. I'm over 40. Uh, anyway. Um, it is called Seinfeld Wrestle Posting. And mm. it is they—they they just take Seinfeld stuff and then Photoshop in some wrestling stuff to come up with memes. Basically, it's just a bunch of Seinfeld and wrestling memes mixed together, and it's honestly pretty damn hilarious. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Go on, Johnny.
2: I got squirrel brain, man. You can't cut me off like that. I forgot what I'm gonna do. I'm feeling like you, pretending you said Dan's we were gonna legs. talk
0: about Seinfeld later.
2: Yeah. Um no, we just got through the holidays. And so obviously we've we're all in some different situations and I just you know. How did those go for you guys? Did you get up to anything interesting? Was there anything that you enjoyed particularly about this year? Ha <laughs> just kidding. COVID sucks.
0: Um, I'm going to be honest. For me, this was a really weird year. Yeah. Um, There were things that got back to a semblance of normal for the Mm. first time. But, like, uh, Amy's dad wanders off to uh, Florida at some point every year. And he usually flies back in for Christmas. And this year, he was just like, it's cold up there. I'm not coming back. So it has caused us to push back um that side of the family's christmas um and it's put us into this really weird spot where um we haven't had that family christmas yet
2: oh so you're celebrating orthodox christmas now too
0: um at this point i'm pretty sure we're (laughs) celebrating like valentine's day or something
2: (laughs) so the real birth of christ which was in february congratulations Uh,
0: so it was. It was actually supposed to be this weekend, but uh, I have been battling a sinus infection basically the entire week. Okay. Um, and one of her brothers came down with COVID.
2: That seems so, to be a relatively common occurrence this holiday season. So yes, um, I, 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 I can relate to that very well, man. I am sorry that happened. I know it can be a bit of a pain in the butt. Um, but I really, you know, it's, I'm, I am thankful predominantly that the three of us and our immediate families, Greg, I don't want to make any assumptions, but I didn't really hear anything that had been going on. So I am pretty thankful that for the most part, the three of us and our immediate families are all fairly healthy.
0: Greg, how you doing?
1: Good. <laughs> I had a week and a half off. Kind of what did a bit.
2: what did you do? I know you said you had some plans to like maybe watch some stuff. Is there anything of note that you were able to catch up on or watch for the first time? What have you been doing for the last little while?
1: Um, well, I, I caught up on the the K dramas that I was missing, so I watched uh, Vincenzo Vincenzo. I want to keep saying Vincenzo's because it's a restaurant.
0: Oh, know? God. Don't tease me to Vincenzo's. It's 11 o'clock at night.
1: Right. But it, the name, it's on Netflix. It's, I want to say Vincenzo's, but it's like Vincenzo's or something. Um, okay. That was a really long K-drama, like 20 episodes, an hour 21 each. Oh. So it
2: was like a really long story. And I like See, it. You know what needs to have that treatment? Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock. Give me ninety-minute episodes and twenty episodes a season. I would be content with like two (laughs) or three years. (laughs) Take for them to shoot it though. That's the the best trick. God, I'll be fifty before that releases. Right.
0: You'll be fifty before season five releases. (laughs) We'll be dead before
2: season five releases, Richard. Our legacy is leaving the excitement to our children. Well, it's kind of okay. awesome, Greg. I'm glad you got some time in. I know that this past fall was pretty crazy for you professionally as well, so it's nice that, you know, at least around this time, you are able to get, you know, a little bit of your energy back and get some recovery time in. And you even sound a little more spry, my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do feel better. It's good. it's just really nice to kind of unplug and not have yeah. to, like, be on a nice edge for... Messaging and text messages and phone calls yeah. and stuff like I don't think my phone was charged for two days. Type thing. <laughs> I
2: don't really care. Greg completely disconnected from society. It's the best he's felt in years.
1: Oh, it's 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 worth it. A lot of people are idiots. Do,
2: do you ever watch those like dystopian zombie films? And you're like, man, I can't wait for the day. <laughs> yeah, <it's> kind of nice. <laughs> I'm gonna find a it, really big building blow up the stairs and just grow my own food and everybody can just leave me alone. Finally.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hang out on the roof. There you go. Throw stuff off the top.
2: (laughs) Greg's going to be spitting on people. (laughs) Ha ha, charge me now. (laughs) Oh, it's good, man. I'm I'm glad you got some R&R. Hopefully it's something that we can all strive for a little bit of better balance in the new year as well. Richard is obviously the only one of us with a fairly young person in the immediate unit. How did Christmas go with your kid? It went good. Care to elaborate?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, no, it was a, uh, was a fun time. Um, You know, I can't go into a a whole lot of details because she's still within, you know, listening distance. (laughs) Um, But it was a it was a really good little Christmas with her. Good. Um, She is just the sweetest thing in the world. And I'm happy that she's able to have a fun Christmas.
2: What was the bat flip gift for the child this year?
0: There were a bunch of them. Here's the thing. She's never been a kid that's like, I want this one thing. Mm -hmm. She's a kid that wants these five
2: things. (laughs) So she doesn't have the red rider each year where it's like, I'm asking my teacher. I'm asking Santa Claus. I'm going to work it into conversation.
0: Yeah, no, the closest thing to that is generally a particular American Girl doll right this year it was mary ellen that brought her up to to her ninth american girl doll
2: mary catherine gallagher so it's not when i get nervous i stick my arm hands in my armpits like this
0: (laughs) but uh yeah so she got mary ellen this year um fantastic and She also got something called a magic mixie, which is, it is a cauldron, and then it comes with a whole bunch of stuff, and you put it in the cauldron, and say some magic spells, and it bubbles, and it mists, and then a stuffed animal comes out of it.
2: Okie dokie. Now, wait a second. I think my niece had something like that. But it was not a Hatchimal, but it was, like, toothless, maybe?
0: Um, it's kind of like that, but it's... Well, there's, like, it, little
2: lights, and it makes noises, and it starts pushing on the side of the egg, and it took a few days for it to happen.
0: Yeah, no, this is, like, something that you do in, like, 20 minutes. Oh, okay. It's, it's literally a cauldron, and you have a magic wand, and, you know, you have to dump this in, put this in, say a spell, tap the wand three times, and then it missed, and then you're... Animal comes out in its place. Wait a second, you posted a video of that, didn't you? Uh, I might. Do have. you have a snap?
2: Why do I, I feel probably. like in the I haze of? I think I did, and, and I think I said something morning. along
0: the lines of, um, "We didn't have toys like this when we were kids."
2: Yeah, no. If something was smoking, it meant the battery should have been changed out. But yeah, that's uh, pretty cool, man. Instagram, I, mean, I Instagrammed it. It's it's one of those things that I think. <clears throat> you know, is one of the things that I believe my wife and I are looking forward to down the road, being able to like have those Christmas moments as well. So that's, that is awesome. We, uh, we kind of just stuck it close to home. COVID had a little bit of an impact on our family on both sides this Christmas, unfortunately. So, you know, plans change, things got dialed back a little bit. And at the end of the day, I think scaling back may have been one of the best things to have happened. And so I think moving forward, we're probably going to look at doing that a little bit more frequently as well, starting with next year, perhaps. So, uh, we still got the tree
1: up. I've been doing that for years and you guys (laughs) made fun of me for it.
2: Greg rolled it back so far. He gets the holiday blend from Starbucks and that's it. Greg's the one that's got it figured out.
1: Yeah. Don't tempt me because I just started drinking coffee again.
2: Ooh. Can I just tell you that they had buy one, get one free on their bags of holiday blend coffee?
1: I don't want to make it. I want it pre-made. <laughs> I just want to pick it up and drink it, usually. <laughs>
2: that's fine. Like, um, I got a just... I got a
1: nitro cold brew for the first time. Oh, nice. An, ac- an actual one.
2: Yeah.
1: Like from a Starbucks. And that's that stuff was pretty good.
2: Is it is it my little, fault because I turned bit. you on to the caffeine free at Dunkin'? Is this all my responsibility? <laughs> am I am I that like am I that friend? No, I, I screwed no, this up for you.
1: I, no, that's fine. I'm old enough to make that decision. But <laughs> probably yes. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but that was I just I just got it. I just got it. You know, just you know, black like you normally would, and got yeah. um just put a little uh, like a half scoop of brown sugar in it. Oh, love it.
2: See, and for me, it's, we don't really, I'm not a huge fan of putting stuff in my coffee, but we tend to get like the sugar-free creamers from the grocery store. And they had like the sugar cookie one with Buddy the Elf on it. It's not bad. It's not bad. But I still, I still like my oat milk coffee. That's it. It's perfect. It's all I ever need.
1: Just ever since that uh, espresso with brown sugar, I just, I love coffee with brown sugar in it. Like it doesn't have to have cream, nothing, it's yeah. brown sugar.
2: Good for you, man. I mean, it's, it's everything in moderation and don't like, I think if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's like, if you enjoy something, as long as it's not negatively impacting someone else, just do it, man. But yeah. life ain't long enough <laughs> to like limit ourselves from certain things. I mean, as long as it's not going to cause you any like ill health or whatever down the road, just, just do the damn thing. You know what I mean? And I think I have had that realization a little bit more in the last couple of weeks myself as well. So I am glad you're back to coffee. Now I can share with you my adventures and the things that I find <laughs> that I enjoy and hopefully I can send some to you and hopefully they will pre-bottle it
1: yeah I mean, I don't mind making coffee. It's just more of in the morning i'm kind of uh i'm a, i'm a slow unless i'm like i start do my peloton in the morning I've been doing it after work lately, so yeah, I was just kind of trying it out a bit, but if okay. I do it after work, I'm just too ju- too hyped to go <laughs> to bed so
2: Dude, let me tell you the one thing so i've funny. learned nothing after two p m don't do coffee after two p m if you, no, no, you that's, to that's not a reasonable hour.
1: Yeah, not even coffee at that point. It's just if I Peloton after when I get home from work at like five thirty, oh, okay. I'm just too hyped to go to bed. Okay, like if I if I want to go to bed at ten, I'm like, nah, I'm wide awake. <laughs> so I have to go back to the morning. So, but it's just fine. I just wanted to try it while I was on vacation. Yeah, like I wanted I, you know, obviously did it like five thirty. I normally would get home at six, but mm. I just wanted to see how it worked if I stay well, up at 2, two a.m. on that day, it doesn't matter. I just sleep.
2: <laughs> Welcome back to the dark roast side, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Also, okay. Richard, I have to tell yes, you something. And I know you're yes, going to be really upset because I have given you so much grief over the years for your love of Mountain Dew. I mean, I have no, to give you grief because I love Mountain Dew. They put out a gingerbread Mountain Dew. Hold on. I have to tell you, and Ashley will confirm it is the craziest thing that somehow they got the flavor of the gingerbread as well as the royal icing on the top in this Mountain Dew. Go look. I don't know where you're going to find it. 7 Eleven is where I picked it up. I... Dude, I, 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 I it's... please, if you believe me for no okay. other reason, for anything ever again, get this damn Mountain Dew and just try it. Just but... try it. Give the rest
0: of the kid. She'll be fine. Johnny, I, I basically don't drink soda. This is water, all of it.
1: That, that's whiskey. He's lying.
0: <laughs> that is just pure lie. In that look, in this that first twenty right minutes now. of the podcast would be a lot more fun if it was whiskey.
1: Oh, you'd be sleeping by right now. That's the whole point.
2: What you talking about <laughs> Willis. Greg has been fantastic in the first twenty minutes of this episode.
0: How rude. Well, first he was a mute. Now he's talking about drinking coffee. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. that's what normal people do, is they talk about what they do.
2: Well, Richard, listen, I apologize for hyping you up for Gingerbread Mountain Dew, but I can tell you it was fantastic.
0: Uh, it, yeah. I, I'm sure that it is. I And actually, I will say, I actually have had, I think, three sodas this week. Uh, Because I was sick and I was basically dying.
2: Was it ginger (laughs) ale?
0: No, I had uh, two Diet Cokes and a Diet Mountain Dew.
2: How? What? That doesn't even make sense. How does that make you feel better?
0: I did not sleep at all this week. Uh, Oh, okay. So uh, what happened was Monday evening, I was watching a little bit of TV and I fell asleep on the couch for, like, mm-hmm. literally, like, 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Screwed <all> back up. <laughs>
0: and I woke back up. And all of a sudden, I had this horrifically sore throat. Oof. And I was like, what in the hell? Falling asleep on the couch does not do that to me. I should know. I'm me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so I, you know, drank a bunch of water, gargled, took a shower, did everything I could to kind of, like, clear my sinuses then Mm -hmm. went to bed and what started at that point was a sinus drain every night that would cause me to wake up in the morning with a horrifically sore throat and basically no voice. Mm -hmm. Like,
1: did you wake up with the headache too, or just the sore throat? Whatever happens to me, it's a headache
0: from that point forward. Um, it just wreaked havoc on my sleeping habits. Like I, I would go to bed and then not fall asleep till like 3 AM.
2: Yeah. And then
0: have to get up at seven 30 to get Julie ready for school and to work. Uh, I took two days off, but I've been working from home the other two. Um, and just in case anyone's sitting there like, yo dude, that sounds a little, I've taken three COVID tests. They're all three negative. Yeah. Um, Including one, like, actual PCR test, not an at-home test. Right. Uh, It's just a sinus infection. I'm on medication for it as of yesterday. It will probably be fine in a day or two.
1: Okay. I got my business back.
0: Nice! This is one of those prophetic things where, like, afterwards, like, at my funeral, you're like, he said he'd be fine in a day or two.
1: What (laughs) the fuck? I'm all, like, going to your funeral. (laughs) <laughs> my bad. Craig, that was a bit much. Craig, Nobody.
0: Craig's just sitting at home like, I don't know why all those guys are bothering. He's dead. <laughs> He's gone. What like, <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> What's the point in this?
2: We uh I did get my booster as That's well true. back on the twenty sixth. I waited till literally the day after Christmas and got mine done. So go team. We're all on I the same mine, page.
1: Was that a Sunday?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I got mine down on the twenty seventh.
2: Nice, great minds, great, great minds. Yep. <laughs> this one
1: like, didn't I bother me at all. Geez. I just got, a, I just got a little bit of a sore arm.
2: I was very but, tired. I was very, very tired. There was a couple days where I probably had a four or five hour nap in the afternoon.
1: I, that's that's an off day for me. <laughs>
2: No, it, uh, this one wiped me out a little bit as far as the pain goes, other than localized injection site soreness. Nope, nothing. Yeah. So it was, it was good. Same Z.
0: Yeah, so um, we still have a lot of stuff to cover here that doesn't involve Christmas or booster shots. Uh, so let's go ahead and get crack-a-lack in here. Well, get Gregory. on with
2: it then. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you watch the Matrix Resurrections?
2: Oh God! Yeah, I did.
0: Uh, you know your voice kind of sounds like mine did after I got done watching it.
1: I want that time back.
2: Ooh, I... I'm actually going to stick around for this now.
1: Go on.
2: <laughs>
1: that was holy. That was probably <laughs> top... hold, on,
0: hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Greg Scale. I finished, I finished. I finished the damn movie,
1: uh, but okay. I I finished it mad. I you know what? <laughs> the movie pissed off so much that the first ten minutes you finished the movie just despite it.
0: For yeah, it, okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and give spoilers. If you haven't watched this by now, you probably don't care to because no just one went watch to the the
1: theaters. You get the same freaking amount of detail.
0: It's, I mean, so it's in my opinion, it is better than the two sequel movies. But that's not exactly a high bar. That bar is basically subterranean.
1: That far, would, if they deleted the you know movie, the second, third, and the fourth one, and left the one original movie, oh, yeah. they'd be fine.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Again, the second and third one really, really sucked, which is why this one seems passable by comparison. Uh, not in my opinion. It's I'm not. Sorry. It's not good. Like, okay. So we're going to go and go into spoilers, and I'm not going to put a timer on it because you probably don't give a shit if you haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah. The movie opens with Neo back in the Matrix, but and he knew from the trailer, and he's you know he's been brainwashed or whatever to not remember that he's in the Matrix. And there yeah. were interesting concepts in here. There was. Stuff around like he's seeing a psych- psychiatrist that's making him take a blue pill every day to not remember that he's Neo.
1: Like how and, much? Uh, how much do they drink in when they wrote this script? Oh, how it's this is it, how much.
0: That's but that's what really frustrates me about it. Like I just flat out hated the second and third one, and I didn't even like most of the concepts of the second and third one. This one, like, there were concepts in it like that that was interesting. Concepts like having Agent Smith be his boss at work without realizing it because he's also brainwashed. Interesting. But this movie was so far up its own ass in the metaverse, it was not even funny. Yeah, they made a game called The Frickin' Matrix. Yeah. So he's a computer programmer who programmed a game called The Matrix. And then he programmed the Matrix Reloaded and the Matrix Revolutions. And they have been told by Warner Brothers, they have to make the Matrix 4. And if they don't do it, someone else will. And they Uh have this whole, they have two scenes that are just them jerking off the Matrix for a solid two minutes each. We're like, The Matrix, it's about this. It's about this. You know what The Matrix 4 needs? Bullet time. It was so revolutionary. And if your eyes haven't rolled out of your head yet, then you can watch a semi-decent movie that takes place after that. But the first half hour is so hard to watch.
1: I was blind-raged through that. I don't even remember that. What you just said after that half hour? I don't even remember it.
0: I I I legitimately. Now you guys know me. I will watch any movie to completion. You know it. Here's a movie. It's on TV. You know I want to watch it. I'm interested. I'll watch it beginning to end. I genuinely turned this off at one point. I, I stopped and went. I'm not watching the rest of this. This is really really bad. And then I sat there for about ten minutes playing on my phone and I said, you know what? I could play on my phone and watch the rest of this and give this a chance. And that's what I did. You know what it was
1: like? It was like watching it was like Activision made the blizzard. Or Activision Blizzard made the Matrix. That's my vibe I got from it. It was just like, hey, let's just throw some crap in here. That's you know, nostalgia, and maybe people won't notice it's a crappy movie. All all I know is they should they they better paid Keanu Reeves a ton of money for that movie. You know he was he was not he was not in that movie like he wasn't feeling that movie. He, <laughs>
0: he um, I'm sure he did get a decent amount of bank for that. You know how much that movie cost to make? I have no Too idea. It,
1: was, it shouldn't be a lot. Oh, 20, it's like, a lot. Like three dollars.
0: It's a lot. Hold on. Let me let me pull the official number. No, I don't. One hundred ninety million dollars.
1: Ooh, I need to start making movies because that's some shit.
0: I'm... It's it's funny because like I just I need to find the phone number for the pitch line to Netflix because I know if you get me the pitch line, I can get like a hundred million dollars out of them.
1: Uh, Netflix didn't do that movie. I know
0: Ooh. that, but Netflix will greenlight anything.
1: But at least Netflix movies are at least you can watch them and not be annoyed at how bad the fucking movie is unless it's intended to be bad.
0: What's really frustrating about it is aside from everything else, they got a good cast for this. They got Keanu Reeves or Moss back. They got Jessica Henwick who was in iron fist. The one chick, she was great in iron fist. I don't know. Uh, They got uh, (laughs) Neil Patrick Harris they brought back Jada Pinkett-Smith and then absolutely made her insufferable. Uh, and they had Jonathan Groff in it. Jonathan Groff is freaking great.
2: According to they, Uh
0: Jonathan Groff is... Um, not Sven. Kristoff uh, in Frozen.
2: But what... i I guess I'm confused. What... It was just lends a bunch of crap, him to A bunch of good, good in this a crap movie. That's all. He I is a
0: good actor.
2: Based on like, I I must be missing something. Based on what?
0: Based on the other things that he's done, like Frozen Vo- voice acting. He's fu- you're you're nitpicking something. He's not a bad actor.
2: I don't think I'm nitpicking voice if I say someone's a good voice actor because how many people that are good voice actors transition over into live-action acting?
0: But he's he's done a lot of live-action acting. He was in 15 episodes of Glee. He was in a show called Looking. He was in the Netflix show uh, Mindhunter as the lead.
2: I know one of those properties, and I've never seen an episode.
0: He was in 11 episodes of One Life to Live, you son of a bitch.
2: I don't know what that is
0: one life to live it was a soap opera <laughs> why would that, that, i know that that was the joke
2: <laughs> greg yep. am i if if i'm way off base i usually look to you as the voice of reason am i off base here
1: all i all i know from is christoph
0: you watched we'll, glee
1: i watched like the first two seasons of Glee, and he
0: was in those <laughs>
1: Who was he there? I, don't, I only know who we're talking about. What was he in the Matrix?
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, he was Agent Smith in the Matrix,
1: like the new one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was fine there. I wouldn't put uh, him in like a category where I would remember his name.
0: Uh, and he was uh, he was Jesse St. James in uh, Glee, which is a fancy way of saying he was one of Rachel's boyfriends in Glee. Got it. Uh, My eyes have
2: glazed over eight times in the process of this conversation. You're over
0: here bitching about, oh, can you say this guy's good? Who cares if he originated the character of King George III in Hamilton? I
2: still don't know who the hell you're talking about, man. (laughs) You're trying to sell me me a bill of goods, and it might as well be from, like, Indonesia.
0: But I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm telling you, he's a good actor, and you're like, prove it. Prove it, bitch. Prove it. I'm like he literally originated a now iconic Broadway character.
2: Oh, come on now. Your spare parts, bud.
0: <laughs> anyway, so to go keep, back, keep to my... going
2: with how good this was. Cause you're really selling. No, me.
0: I'm not saying the movie was good. Cause it wasn't. <laughs> I'm pointing out that they brought a lot of good pieces and still made a piece of shit. And it's, it's just, it's astounding to me. Like, they had the chance to do it all over again. And then they spent a half an hour just absolutely self-grandizing themselves. <laughs> talking about how iconic their movie is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, out of everything that I went into that movie expecting, I expected it to be garbage. I expected it to be pretentious. Huh. Somehow I got both of those things and something way worse in it attached to it.
2: Well, I I, 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 I know I prefaced before it came out. I don't want to say I told you so because I'm not going to feel good about it. I am disappointed that you guys were disappointed. I'm not trying to be I, snarky. That's not me being a dick. I am genuinely... I'm not
0: trying to say I told you so, but I just wanted to remind you that prior to this coming out, I did tell you something.
2: <laughs> I Listen, you guys are going based on a history of enjoying a property. I was going based on two minutes of a preview where I was like, this looks like shit. I'm not always right. I'm barely right. I'm batting like 150 right now. I'm not even good enough to play for the Reds. I'm not even bad enough to play for the Reds. But that's where we're at.
0: Okay, well, now that we talked about something that we kind of hated, let's talk about things that we didn't hate. Spider-Man No Way Home came out. I believe I talked about this briefly on a previous podcast. But now, Johnny has seen it too. Yes. Jonathan, Mm -hmm. the floor is yours.
2: I'm going to go Sour Patch Kid here, so I'm going to have to be a little sour before I get sweet. This movie probably could have cut 25 to 30 minutes. There was times where I felt like it dragged.
0: Eh.
2: There was some really good things about this. I was mad for the last half hour. Because, similar to Ghostbusters, I felt like I was just crying for the entire last sixth of a film. Um, I... I understand what they were doing. It was a really good movie. I, I, I don't want to take anything away from that. I don't want to diminish what it represents or what they achieved with it. I think for people who are fans of the character going back to the Sam Raimi days, this was a trip from start to finish that I enjoyed. It was fun. I had a great time. I was mad. I really wish movies would stop making me cry this year. It's not what I needed. (laughs) This is, we're already emotional balls of stress right now. I mean, yeah, but
0: it's cathartic crying. No, it's not. No, it's not. You cried tears of sadness? They opened it and it all
2: just came out. This was not a good... No. This wasn't like the happy joyful cry that I had for ghostbusters
0: now available on digital
2: (laughs) not in a collector's edition um I it was good I I I don't want to say I don't want to critique people who said that this is like the best Marvel film ever made I'm gonna nitpick and say it wasn't a Marvel film we can argue this all day but it wasn't it's Sony it's still Sony
0: no no It's not. That's like saying Iron Man's a Paramount movie. Venom is not a Marvel property, man. Okay, hold on. First off, spoilers! (laughs) No, it supports my argument! (laughs) Second off, um, okay, so we're just gonna... So we've got a couple more things to talk about here um, after we're done with this. But I foresee (laughs) this taking up the majority of the rest of the podcast. So if you haven't seen Spider-Man and you want to avoid being spoiled... Just turn it off. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, but if you have seen it, or are okay with spoilers. Here goes nothing. Go ahead. Uh, Venom's only in it for literally like less than a minute, and it's at Doesn't the very matter. end of the movie.
2: Okay, where? What? What studio owns the character of Morbius?
0: Who wasn't in the movie,
2: but who also now mentions Venom? In his trailer,
0: okay. Who I'm cares,
2: Greg? Am I, I, I don't wrong? Know what you guys
0: are talking
1: about? I know Morpheus is that new movie with uh, Jared Leto
2: coming out. Yes, a property currently owned by Whomst.
0: It doesn't matter. You're making a really pointless argument. I I don't think I am at all. Universal owns the Hulk. Does that mean the Avengers is a universal movie? They don't own the Hulk anymore. Yes, they do.
2: No, the rights lapsed.
0: No, they didn't. That's you why admit. we still don't have a Hulk movie. Oh, that's not why. Yes, it is. That's why he's showing up in freaking She-Hulk. Go look. I'll wait. We'll keep
2: talking. Um, Greg, I think you would enjoy this. I, I, I think you would probably get the same vibe I did where it just felt like it took a little bit long. To get where it was going. I don't think it was a bad journey to get there. I just think they could have done it a little bit more expeditiously.
1: Um make money.
2: Well, and it's you know, it it did have something for everybody. I mean, it, it it was a nice way to wrap up and bring in characters from other properties and other franchises that they've had for this character previously. I think the I I was worried that Thomas Hayden Church was only going to be CG. I'm glad that the actor actually made an appearance that made me happy. That was CG. Was it really?
0: It was was his scene from uh, his transformation in Spider-Man 3.
2: That wasn't his face at any one of the multiple points.
0: They only actually showed his face at the end when he's transformed from the sand monster to Thomas Hayden Church again. And it is literally a reverse of the transformation from that's Spider-Man so 3.
2: That's hilarious. But he was still tied to this project, right?
0: Yeah, he still came in and recorded okay. audio. Okay. But for well, whatever that's... reason, like I guess, I don't know if he signed on late or what, mm. but he never recorded any video for it.
2: No, I just, i i he was one of the things that, like, you. See, I don't know why. I've always felt like he's a better actor than he got credit for and so I feel like he kind of got stuck in a film that maybe wasn't totally fair to be. Um, you know, I just, it's, I enjoyed this man. I mean, it's not going to be one that I would watch a lot again, or like rewatch many times, but I mean, it was, I thought it did its job. It's, it's got everyone excited for the next phase. That's all I got to say. Um, I like the twist on some of the stories. I I love the way they fleshed out his character and his, the next phase of his journey. I thought they did a good job setting that up. Also, low-key, football is life. Danny Rojas is the man. He was the bartender. The movie. Right.
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
2: He was the bartender for uh, Tom Hardy.
0: Yeah, it did not cross my mind at the time.
2: <laughs> Bye in the movie.
0: Um, so I saw Venom 2 after having seen this, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that I did.
2: Did you prefer because, to see it that way?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, because you know what the post-credit scene is to Venom 2. Yes. The post-credit I, scene to Venom I saw 2 the most, is...
2: I saw the updated one as well as the original.
0: Uh, I only saw the one that was on digital. Okay. But it was Tom Hardy appearing in the MCU and uh, the story about Spider-Man's identity being leaked and Venom licking the TV. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, that's really weird because if I had seen that beforehand, I would have been really hyped for Venom to be in this movie. And the fact that I didn't have a chance to get that hype, and I'd already seen the movie, and saw that Venom only shows up in a uh, mid-credit scene, mm-hmm. uh, I'm really happy about that. I think if I'd seen Venom Two in theaters, I would have been pissed. <coughs>
2: um. Anyways, go go off go on with what, how you felt with the film, man. I I feel like it's I just. I've said my piece. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good for what it was, and I'm excited to see where it goes.
0: Um, I like this movie. I like this movie enough that I've seen it twice. And um I actually rewatched the first two Raimi movies. Um which it's it's really weird because like I was a huge fan of the first two Raimi movies mm-hmm. and I kind of got a little bit prequeled by the third one. Like the third one was so bad <laughs> that I just didn't have a desire to watch the first two again yeah. for seemingly forever. I mean, like I've watched both those movies literally a dozen times or more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that I watched either of them maybe at all post-watching Spider-Man 3 in theaters. So sitting down and watching them, it was a really weird, like, a time capsule of my life opening up. Because it just, I don't know, like, it was something different for me Mm -hmm. that I just, I don't know what, what I should have expected or what I, like, I just had a whole range of, like, emotions sweep over me watching them. Because it's like, you know, they're very much so late 90s, early 2000s nostalgia. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's so weird. Like, you're just sitting there watching it. And it's just like, I remember, I was like 20 when I saw this. And my whole life was ahead of me. (laughs) And like, it just, it, it put me into this whole, like, very different zone and then you know I called Julie over and she watched it with me a little bit and she was like, Who is that? I don't like this Spider-Man. <laughs> and I'm like, You shut your mouth, that's Toby McGuire.
2: Isn't that the guy that did the commercials for Six Flags to the Vangabus is coming track?
0: Toby did not look that old.
2: <laughs> Come on, man. That scene where he's slow-mo running, that man looks like a turtle without a shell. <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, Toby is uh, Toby is 46.
2: He is. And he looked pretty darn good. Yeah, nervous. I
0: was honestly kind of shocked. Like, I don't know if they were doing some digital nip and tucking there. But I was just like, wow, he looks like he got into really good shape for this role.
2: <laughs> Look what happens when you get away from Hollywood.
0: But, uh, but yeah, so no, I, I did. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a really good time. Um, I'm anxiously waiting for it to be on digital itself. Yep. Um, yeah, that's basically all I've got to say about that.
2: I'll give it a four out of five. Easy. Wow.
0: I'm, I'm shocked that you're that low on it.
2: I, I, I felt that was a respectable
0: number. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I thought it was better than that. I just Um, think
2: through other films that have come out in the past and what have you, I just think my own filter that I take and process these properties through has changed over time. And I just, I, I think I'm in a different place. If you had shown me this film as part of a trilogy starting in 2002, I'd have a much different answer. I, I just think I'm, I don't want to say I'm not the target audience because I am. I, I'm someone who grew up with Toby as Spider-Man. I enjoyed it. It was like easily my favorite. I have Spider-Man tattooed on my arm. <laughs> so it's, I just, I, you know, 20 years ago would have been a different response. I would have probably given it a different rating. I'm looking at it through a different lens now. That's all.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that is basically all we've got to say about that.
2: I'm excited to hear um, what Greg thinks when he sees it. It'll be like March
1: 1st before that'll happen. <laughs> that's okay. That's I got what, time, man. That's digital. Digital comes okay. out.
0: Oh, have they given a date to it?
1: That's what I'm seeing. A couple different sites. So... I could be pushed, so it could be GMI, who knows.
2: We're living in the upside down now. Time is a construct.
0: Pretty much. Okay, so, a couple more tasks to talk about here. (laughs) God damn it. Sorry, I'm about to cut that out. Uh, (laughs) Cobra Kai Season 4 released. uh, Released on New Year's Eve. Uh, I watched the entire thing on New Year's Eve.
2: I'm only four in. What's that? I'm only four in.
0: Oh, I'm not going to go into spoilers. I know it's, it's fine. Okay. Um, this may be my favorite season of the show. Uh, at least it's my favorite season since the first. Okay. Um. I really enjoyed it. Uh, A lot of the fight choreography seemed to have really stepped up this season. Uh, This is the first season that was actually made with Netflix money because season three was already wrapped before Netflix bought it. Right. And to an extent, you can see that. Like, it didn't look bad when it was YouTube money, but the production value just seems to be a bit higher this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you have listened to me in the past and you have watched Cobra Kai, um, recommending again, watching this season, uh, this was a really good season. Uh, and if you're sitting there thinking, wow, I'm a little worried about it though, because it's Netflix. What if they cancel it after this season? It doesn't get a solid ending. Season five has already been greenlit and shot. So season five is definitely happening.
2: Sick. Sick. That'll be good.
0: Uh, yeah. So high recommend on Cobra Kai season four.
2: Cool. I will give feedback once I get through it myself.
0: Uh, now, we were talking about this a little bit earlier and we've kind of taken it. We, we were talking about it offline. Now we're going to take it online.
2: Mm.
0: We've had some movie movement. Um, Turning Red, the new Pixar movie, is now no longer releasing in theaters. It is releasing straight to Disney+. Plus. And Morbius, which was due to release here in, I think, two weeks, has now been moved to April. We are in such a weird spot as a society right now that you have got all of these studios basically playing a really shitty dice game. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, it comes up seven. But for all of the rest of the studios, it's just Snake Eyes over and over again. And if you told me in March of 2020 that in 2022, it would still be like this. Yeah. I don't think I would have believed you.
2: I think I did. I'm pretty
1: sure I did too.
2: I think I even, I think we had a conversation where we said like, enjoy the next four years. Cause this is what we're going to be dealing with. Thank um, you. it's, but no, it's, it, it, you're still correct. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're starting to see the way this is happening. And I think, and I, I, I hate to just, you know, dead horse, et cetera, et cetera. But like, look what happened to black widow. Like it just, it, you know, the, the delays and the delays and the delays, and not only did it release late, but then like there was the after fallout with Scarlett Johansson with the way things went. Like it was just, it, it wasn't even a flop. It was a disaster. The only good thing that came out of that entire film was Florence Pugh. That's it. That's, that's literally it. That's. And you know, and to just kind of give her a tip of the cap to the work she did with Haley Steinfeld in Hawkeye, she was fantastic again. So I mean, that movie, that movie was awful. That movie was probably what did we say? Five six years late?
0: Oh, solidly. That movie should have came out directly after Civil War. Like,
2: just it. No, nobody cared, man. And I, I really think. I didn't realize there was such a groundswell of support for Doctor Michael Morbius. To be honest with you, I I feel kind of surprised this came out even. Period. But listen, oh, I'm not. It's look. Not, it's, it's not my thing. I don't think it's. I think it's going to be another one that just kind of fizzles. To be honest with you,
0: I mean, I I, I want to be really clear here. I'm not sitting here and defending Sony when I'm saying that Spider-Man is an MCU movie. I'm saying that because it is made by Marvel Studios. Like, they pay the Marvel Studios, the production company, is who makes the movie. Sony, I don't trust at all when it comes to these movies. You know, their takeaway from, wow, this movie did really well, was to get into talks with Emma Stone to make a Spider-Gwen movie. Has anyone been sitting there thinking, wow, I really, I, I think we need to see Emma Stone play a blonde teenage girl? I understand that she played Gwen Stacy previously, literally a decade ago. But, and I'm not knocking Emma Stone at all. I love Emma Stone. I've loved Emma Stone since the first time I saw her in, um, oh God, what's the name of that movie, Greg? Easy Easy A? No, uh the one before that with uh Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah.
1: Oh super bad. bad.
0: Super bad, yeah. I've loved her since Super Bad. She's a she's a great actress. Oh. But I, I, I just like that is what is so astounding to me about Sony is that <laughs> every once in a while they can pull off a movie that actually works like Venom.
2: Venom. Yep.
0: And then they followed up by going, "Okay, okay, okay." Uh, so we have all the villains. We can do anything with the villains. Um, uh, Morbius. Morbius hmm. looks good to me. It, and I'm, I know that I'm going to end up seeing it. Um, but it physical,
2: has a, but, you know, whatever. It
0: has a distinctive <laughs> feel to it.
2: I'm happy they repurposed the Nightcrawler effects from the X-Men series.
0: (laughs) But it it has a distinctive feel to it of a Sony comic book movie from the late 2000s.
2: I was going to say, is Daredevil going to have an appearance in this? And by Daredevil, I mean not Charlie Cox, but (laughs) Ben Affleck. That was Fox. Doesn't matter. That's what this one feels like to me.
0: I don't know. I I it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Mhm. Um anyway. I I it's I don't know. It's we are in such a weird time right now. Yep. I mean Ghostbusters Afterlife came out at like the perfect time for it to make a whole bunch of money.
2: It did. And I'm I'm glad for that, but it's like it's like what MJ said in Spider-Man. Expect disappointment and you'll never be disappointed. That's just kind of how you have to approach this kind of stuff right now because Odds are, whatever you're looking forward to, tack another four or five months on, because that's probably what we're going to be looking at. And I'm not trying to piss on anybody's cornflakes here, but that's where it's at.
0: Yeah. Question for you, though. You think Jackass 4 gets pushed again?
2: No, because now with Johnny Knoxville entering the Royal Rumble, they got to cash in on that. So doubtful.
0: I I wonder if it ends up being pushed to Paramount Plus.
2: I don't know. It's that's another whatever for me. We'll see what happens. Like I said, it's add. You know what? Just add four months to whatever film you're looking forward to because that's probably what we're going to be seeing for the next two years. Yet.
0: Okay. Well, this has somehow turned into Downer the Podcast. I don't
2: think so. Um, I think it's just a realistic approach to, like, we know the state of what's going on. I mean, I I don't think anything we're saying is going to surprise anybody either. I think it's just that's a very rooted in reality take that it's... (laughs) The proof is in the pudding. How many films have we seen delayed now? Starting... Was Wonder Woman one of the first ones that got delayed? I feel like Wonder Woman 84 was one of the first to get like heavily delayed once COVID hit.
0: Wonder Woman 84 was delayed... But it had the weirdest release schedule ever. It ended up with like seven delays. Yeah. And some of those were pre-COVID.
2: So I just, you know, I... This is just the nature of the beast at this point. I'm not trying to like bomb anybody out or make anyone upset. But that's just where we're at. You know, it's take it as you get it. Thankfully, there's still content coming out on most subscription services. And there's some new stuff still what was the one with the rock Reynolds and Godot red notice?
0: Yeah. it was all right,
2: man. It was a good movie. It was, you know, that's, that's just one of those things. Try to try to find a silver lining somewhere and just enjoy what you can when it actually happens. Boba Fett's out now. If, if you're worried about what you get to watch for the next two months, watch one a week. Don't even watch it till it's done. Just take your time.
0: Yeah, I um, I actually did watch the first episode of Boba Fett. It's interesting, but it's been polarizing. So I'm interested to hear your take when you watch it.
2: Oh, wait till it's done. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a Greg.
1: <laughs> There's a new Boba Fett thing out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing ultra Greg. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend
0: it didn't exist. That's great. I'll watch it next year.
1: Was I using the Mandalorian?
0: Yeah, no, it's, you know, at the end of Mandalorian Season 2.
2: Set in the universe.
0: Yeah, when Boba Fett went and took over Jabba's Palace.
2: It's Mando adjacent. Uh,
0: Anyway, so our last subject that will hopefully be at least a little bit brighter uh, is do you have an entertainment-based New Year's resolution? So uh, it could be something like uh, I'm going to watch all of Trigun, the anime or um, I've decided I'm going to watch the entire MCU in order, including the, like, 10 canon episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Can I go first on this? I already Does, got that, mine.
1: In, does that include the new Sp- uh, Spider-Mans?
0: Yes, because they are in the MCU.
1: Nice, but no, I'm not watching that. So. <laughs> go ahead, Johnny.
2: Um, I've already achieved mine. I set out to watch the entirety of Seinfeld on Netflix and I'm done.
0: You really Mm -hmm. watched the entirety of Seinfeld in a week?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So if I seem a little more jaded right now, that should probably lend a lot of logic to it. It's a show about not good people doing a whole lot of nothing. They're they're, they're really terrible people. It's... (laughs) Yeah, um, um
0: so know, yeah. Did, have you watched Always Sunny?
2: I'm caught up to this season.
0: Uh I watched this season, but I was gonna tell you, uh they did they now do an Always Sunny companion podcast. Mm. Uh eh. with the three leads. I'm and they're eh. they're going episode by episode through it.
2: I just there's stuff like that for Sopranos too, with like people who are on the show. I just it's I that to me feels a little overkill. I, I don't need that much.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, uh, Greg, do you have an entertainment New Year's resolution?
1: Do your New Year's resolutions. Every year we talk about this.
0: No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Well, that's, no that's doubt.
2: actually why I specifically tried to avoid making it about new year's resolutions and more just about like, what is something you're looking forward to achieving in 22? How about that? Like just, but I like the twist, like what's something pop culture related that you want to be able to experience this year? Oof. Yep. Don't have any goals for that. All well, right. just try to come up with something if you come up with it or something Comes across your table, then just let us know on another episode. I was but, just like, I never seen the entirety of Seinfeld, so I was like, I gotta do this. I gotta get this off my plate. Yeah,
1: do like
0: a cool are thing. those are those pretzels making you thirsty?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Man, there's there's so much bad about that show. Like it was it was funny, but there was times where I'm like. Oh, God, just end this, please. Some of it did not age well. I will say that. Some of it is still very relevant, but some of it did not age well. Well, I
0: think when you have a show like that, you're going to pretty much have that across the board. I mean, hell, Always Sunny just removed like a half dozen of their episodes from Hulu, including ones from last season.
2: (laughs) That's still a show I'm shocked has not been canceled yet
0: yeah i think that if you're in on the joke and you can recognize that they're all terrible people who make the lives of everyone around them worse yeah that it's easier to accept the things that they do
2: (sighs) people miss the point of the character just like people that love the film fight club for tyler durden y'all miss the point of the character they're not meant to be glorified
0: yeah, I tried to watch that again um, a year or two ago. Yeah. It's really hard to watch now.
2: Well, now that you said that, what is your pop culture goal for the year?
0: I am going to do a list of every movie that I watch this year. Good luck, morons. <laughs> <laughs> No, like I've seen people who like they they tweet it out. And they'll be like, you yeah, movie number one for this year, movie number two, and then like in December they'll be like, movie number one hundred and eighty six.
2: See, that's a good yeah. idea and a bad idea until you calculate the amount of time you wasted this year.
0: Yeah, I, but same thing. Like more often than not, especially if I'm watching a movie at home, I will watch the movie and do something else at the same time. I mean,
2: yeah, I that guess. was
0: that was my cat. If you're looking for the meow.
2: Nope. Nope. We're good. Um, Okay. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that from you and just kind of shaking my head every time I see an update.
0: I'm not tweeting it. I'm keeping a list (laughs) on my phone.
2: And then Greg is going to relentlessly torment you at the end of the year when you finally tell him how many movies you watched. Yes. (laughs) Well, That'll be, let's see how that goes. Um, the nice thing is I've I already got it off my plate. I'm done. Hell yes. I can start <laughs> thinking about 23. This is fantastic. Uh, but <laughs> beyond that, guys, is there anything else you kind of want to touch on after, you know, we've had a little bit of a break?
0: Mm, no, I think we're good. I think we've we've got a little over an hour of a podcast here. It was a Greg, fun time, Greg's, have by all?
2: Greg's like, let me go the fuck to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, this late hour was his idea.
1: Ah! No, I just had things to do. We had to push till all of us were available. That's just how That's it is. That's so works. funny.
2: That's so funny. I'll well, we'll try to get back on a regular schedule. Start next week, boys.
0: Okay. Well, have a good week, everybody.